0: You're listening to the 12 Days of miss 2023, brought to you by the Longbox Crusade. Three loops of caging. Not the most sing-song I've ever heard. Hello and welcome to the third day of the 12 Days of Crusademus for 2023, brought to you by the Longbox Crusade. The 12 Days of Crusademus is our gift to the podcast community celebrating the holiday season. We're celebrating this joyous season by sharing with you some comic book titles that may have gotten by you in the past. Each of the 12 Days of Crusademus will bring you a hidden gem of a comic book series brought to you either by one of our holly jolly co-hosts, or one of our podcast celebrity guests until we get all the way to december 25th christmas day i'm your host for this third day of crusade i'm jared Albright, the christmas probe here are the three little drummer boys joining me for today's unwrapping we will start with my brother from my actual mother it is jason the christmas skull how are you
1: doing um, they told me a rum, from rum, rum. It's Christmas Day rum. three, rum, rum, rum. I'm doing great, Jared. <laughs> I'm just enjoying this holiday season. It seems to come earlier every year. I don't know, but uh, boy, it really sneaks up on you. Glad to be here with you fellas and our our guests, and I'm ready to talk some comic books. Oh boy, yep. We are kicking off. This is a day three of Crusademus, which means it's the holiday season.
0: And the next thing you know, it's, we're going to be doing like the countdown episode for New Year's. It's oh, I love this time of the year. And one of my favorite things about this time of the year, and I'm about to introduce uh, another LBC host here. But my favorite thing this time of the year is the decorations. So I have to introduce Pat Sampson, and DJ Christados Kringle, because he does all of our decorations. He never complains. He does it by himself. He never gets any help. And that's okay.
2: Exactly. You know what? You know what I decided to do because I don't get any help. You know what? I'm just going to embrace the spirit of Christmas. And I have been the last two episodes. I bought 12 presents. Every day I'm going to hand out a present to you guys, right? And it's in the theme of the 12 Days of Crusade So today is day three. That means each one of you can have uh, one of the three hens, French hens that I have. Three of these French hens. Speaking about the French hens, do you know that French hens lay eggs that are different colors. Did you guys know that?
0: I didn't know that. Do you know I'm why? I'm about to find out, though, because I just got one as a gift. Why is that, Pat?
2: Well, let me tell you, Jared. I'm glad you asked. It's because they have a certain je ne sais quoi. Can't Calvin. wait for day four, can you?
0: I think that's going to help make my Christmas joke I got coming up sound better. But all right, Telvin, the Christmas web. Welcome back to the third day, my friend. Merry Christmas.
3: Merry Christmas, Jared. Uh, yeah, I, I got gifts for you all for uh, day three here. Christmas movies, as a matter of fact. But, you know, the economy's bad. Inflation is, is kind of a MF, you know. So, Jared, I got you five minutes of uh, National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation there. All right. Uh, Thank you. Jason, I got you seven minutes of, of Die Hard. And Pat, I got you 10 minutes of Gremlins. You know, it's a classic. You know, I mm-hmm. hope you guys enjoy, you know, those combined 22 minutes. It, it cost me $12,000. <laughs> it is- <laughs> Inflation has gone up this year. Goodness, man! Great. And you and guy? you know you can only really watch them today and tomorrow too. So <laughs> <It's>, I mean, <laughs> get it done. I got what you. All you right. Do? Well, that is our our long box
0: team, and of course I, I'll tell a Christmas oriented joke for you guys real quick, and then we'll introduce our guest. All right. So you know Christmas can be a tough time of year. You know, especially for those who need a little help. So my joke is about people who are trying to get some help, and they're at an addiction meeting. And there's three new people at the addiction meeting and the the people say you know the, the regulars they say hey welcome and introduce yourself and the first guy says hey my name's steve and i've been addicted to cocaine now for about three years i just want to shake it it's kind of ruined my life and they say hey steve and the second guy says, hey i'm paul and uh, i've been addicted to alcohol now for nine years it's been ruining my life and i need to shake it and They say, okay paul this is a safe place and the last guy that kind of he looks kind of funny they look at him he's really small and he says hey i'm a little gingerbread man I'm a Christmas tree ornament, and I've been hooked on trees my entire life.
3: So go ahead and introduce that guest, Jared. Yeah. We'll do. Join well, us. <laughs> I'll oh. admit, though, I'll admit that Joe had a, you know, a, a je ne sais quoi. Okay? Well, <laughs>
0: oh, how do you do? It?
4: Oh.
0: <laughs> All right, I want to welcome our guest, uh, who's put up with the whole stack of this b- for like almost seven, eight minutes now. <laughs>
4: so
0: I want to welcome joining us around the fireplace here at the festive Longbox Crusade Studios. Is Nick Jones from the Focused on Comics podcast? Welcome to the Crusade Studios, Nick.
5: Thanks, Jared. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, we're happy to have you here, man. He does a fun podcast. He's uh, plugged into all sorts of things in the comic book realm. So we thought, hey, be a good guest to have on. And uh, I see that he has something gift wrapped and a stocking tucked
5: under his arm. What What do you got there for us, Nick? Well, today is uh, three loops of caging, and which means we're wrapping. Luke Cage, Hero for Hire number 9 from 1973, published by Marvel Comics. So first of all, I just want to say you're welcome. A little bit of history about the character, like the book itself. For me, it was like I read the Marvel Epic Collections, and it's one of the ones I picked up, Luke Cage Volume 1. And in it, it has Hero for Hire 1 through 16, and then it changes to Power Man 17 through 23. And then later on, it's Power Man and Iron Fist. So it's a crazy book from the 70s. I'm more of like a 90s comics kind of thing, which I know is a lot of travesty to most people. But hey, 90s comics are welcome here. <laughs> Absolutely. Reading through it, this particular issue just stood out to me. And Sweet Christmas, it works out well with Luke's <laughs> catchphrase anyway. See, <laughs> it, it all comes together. It all fit together. It came out in the early 70s. Marvel, it's definitely a 70s book.
0: <laughs> I read it on uh, Marvel Unlimited and I was like, mm-hmm. hey, what do we say, 16 issues, right? Something like that. Yeah, 16 issues 16. for a Hero for Hire, yep. And then it became Power Man, and then it became Power Man and Iron Fist. So it was kind of neat to kind of see the history of how that came about.
5: I wholeheartedly agree. The thing I liked that like made this book jump out was how everybody was just like, wait, you're really going to fight Dr. Doom because he owes you money? And Luke Cage is like, yeah, he owes me money. I'm going to go get it.
1: <laughs> I think we
0: all have things to say about that. So yeah, definitely.
5: I will start with Delvin because he was the uh, thumbs up guy when I said what the book was. So had you read Luke Cage before?
3: I don't know if I read that volume of Luke Cage. I've read mm-hmm. plenty of Luke Cage before, you know, New Avengers, maybe uh run of Heroes for Hire. You know, they'll bring it back. It goes like six issues, then they kill it. I've read a decent amount of Luke Cage in recent history, but I don't think I read that this initial volume that you brought to the show.
2: What about you, Pat? No, this is the first encounter with Luke Cage this particular version and i don't think i've read much of him in any other comic. so interesting for me jason how about yourself
1: i laid my hands on an essential power man and iron fist a collected edition so i read some through there but the luke cage power man by himself i have not this was my first one that's about as far back as my luke cage reading goes nice how about
5: yourself jared what about you have you read a lot of Luke Cage? Uh, mostly like Delvin.
0: I, I remember, you know, is here and there that kind of like, hey, here's a little hero for hire that should keep you happy for the next three years. Coming out in like the late 90s, early 2000s and, and so on. Same as Delvin. Some more recent stuff, but not this vintage original run. So this was definitely a cool experience. I'm glad you brought it.
5: The Silver Age type of stuff and early 70s stuff has never really been my thing. But I'm like, you know, I should read some of that older stuff. Let me start with Luke Cage because I like Street Hero guys. So reading through it, it opens up with him fighting the Fantastic Four. You're like, what the? Why is Luke Cage fighting the Fantastic Four? He knocks out the thing, and the things like, oh no, he only did that because I wasn't ready. Finally, he's like, I want to talk to Reed Richards. He's like, I need, I need a rocket. I'm going to Latveria because that fool owes me money. I'm going to get it. And Reed's like, wait, what? You think? Sure, go ahead. You, you can take our, our Fantastic Car and go. <laughs> and the thing is all bent out of shape. He's like, you're just gonna let him take our car? Whatever. He gets to Latveria. Punchy, punchy, fighty, fighty, all the way up to Doom. He gets roped into this weird revolution with robots or whatever. (laughs) Gets to Doom, and Doom is like, Flabbergast. He's like, Wait, you're doing this because I owe you $200. Luke Cage is like, Yep, you owe me money. You're going to give me my money. Let's go. And he beats a snot out of Doom. Doom's like, Hey, you know what? No one's ever bested me. Here, Here's, here's your money. Goodbye. And that's it. I mean, Reading it, all I could think of is the movie Payback with Mel Gibson, where everyone's like, he's doing this for $70,000. It's like the money keeps getting crazier and crazier. It's like, no, they owe me 70 grand. I want my money. So this is a much smaller condensed version with superheroes involved. So to me, it was just like hysterical, like him fighting a bunch of people at Vera and them all being like, he's doing this for $200. I don't I don't understand. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, I just realized we have something of a crusade theme because yesterday we had Van Plex on with the Parker books and Payback was a spinoff of the Parker series. So Mm -hmm. these are kind of connected, (laughs)
5: you know, in a
0: very obscure way. Absolutely. (laughs) That might be the best uh, summary of
5: an issue we've ever
0: (laughs) 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 had. On Crusade was well, well done, sir. uh, Back
5: to you. I'm going to change up. I'll start with Jason. What did you think of the book?
1: I loved it. I thought it was highly entertaining. You nailed it. I really thought of the movie Payback how Luke Cage, he could have walked out of that Doom's castle with probably millions of dollars worth of stuff, but he just wanted his $200 that was owed to him. And how baller was it of Reed Richards? He spent more than $200 worth of fuel to get to that area to get his $200. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> you know, and Reed was like, why not? <laughs> we got a little fire here. Let me throw some gasoline on this and see what happens. I got to give a good shout out to Reed Richards as well. I thought that the robot revolution, to quote Nick Cage from Con Air and any other comic book, this would be strange. (laughs) But for some reason, it really felt like it belonged in this issue. When I get to my scoring, there's a bit of heart in there too, because Luke Cage, he definitely could have offed Doom or let the robots off Doom, but he has his code. And then Doom, at the end of it, has the temerity to say, maybe I can hire you for some more jobs. No, man, no, I have to come <laughs> all over, here, all over here to get my $200. You're on my block list, Doom. <laughs> right, but you've got your couch cushions over here. And then final thought, now pass it on to somebody else. Who knew? Who knew that the secret to beating Doom's armor is to hit it hard and repeatedly? If in the Only same spot. I want <laughs> would have figured that out. I yield the floor, sir.
3: And I believe you'll be yielding it to Delvin. What did you think? I have to read this. I was reading this book. I'm already entertained. It's Luke Cage. There's '70s lingo going on and everything. There's a pretty good story. And then we get to the <laughs> we get to the page where Luke Cage confronts Dr. Doom, and it is about the most out-of-pocket panel I have ever read in my life. Dr. Doom, when my men reported a crazy black man in the Fantastic force Craft, I knew it had to be you. <laughs> so which Luke Cage replies, where's my money, honey? <laughs> <laughs> that is the best panel I have ever read in my entire life.
4: <laughs> i have
3: never been so thoroughly amused by a panel ever Just, okay review rest of it i i you know what no that actually that actually sums it up i could pass it off to someone else i was so thoroughly entertained by that line alone because that is the absolute best of luke cage pass it to someone else brilliant brilliant
5: okay jared what are your thoughts
0: Largely echo Delvin. I don't know if I could get to his level (laughs) of enthusiasm because it was so great, but it's the same thoughts as Jason, too. I was like, Reed Richards should have just been like, here's $200. (laughs) I'm going to spend more on rocket fuel. (laughs) But no, like everything was perfect because, you know, the Reed we kind of know from today would like give him a lecture, like, you should master your rage. Your rage will become your master or whatever. But this Reed was like, no, no, this is going to be awesome. (laughs) I gotta see how yes. this plays out. <laughs> He's like, he wanted to like send him over a, a candy gram or something. Let's see what happens here. This comic is just kind of everything. I lo- Now I, I did approach it with some trepidation. That was for you, Pat. Nice. Cause we all know late sixties, early seventies. It's a bunch of white dudes working at Marvel, at, right? Black characters. And, and you know, that can, can be cause some issues and concerns. And so I went into this book thinking, okay, I hope they don't do anything. Like, and, No, it was just, maybe the dialogue's a little clunky and corny or whatever, but it was like, nothing felt mean-spirited. It it felt totally fun. It felt totally fresh. Like you said, Nick, I love street-level heroes, and and that's what a guy from the street would do, you know? (laughs) Like, you owe me $200. Problem one, I gotta get to Latveria. Who do I know that could get me there? (laughs) The FF? I kinda know them. Am I willing to fight them? Why not? All right, (laughs) let's let's go (laughs) Problem two, I, you know, I got hooked up with a robot army. Cause you know, why not? <laughs> like, it's just, it's bat crazy. It's everything I like about like, like I love to watch B. Everybody knows I love to watch B, B movies and weird movies that are like only available on VHS because <laughs> they're so crazy. And that's what this was. And I want to give a quick shout out to the artist, which I think was George Tuska. I don't have it in front of me. It was. Uh, he draws an awesome Luke Cage. The face is so good. And it's kind of funny because I think he probably practiced a lot because he knew he was going to get that character or something because that is really good. Like, I think his thing was a little wonky. And some like his Doctor Doom was a little wonky. But that Luke Cage, man, every time he drew him, I was like, dang, like the face, especially like he's got a hold on that. I'm not besmirching George I, I He could draw me a, a thing or a Doctor Doom all day and I'd happily hang it on my wall. But I just thought just especially when he was drawing Luke Cage, it looked really good. So I'm sure we're all going to talk. Pat still has to go. He's got to talk about how bonkers this story was <laughs> in such a fun way, but I wanted to take it to the art for just a second and say it was really cool and really unique. And I I don't read a lot of books that are done by Tuska, but man, it looked good over to you, Pat to bring it home.
2: All right. Well, I'm just really going to echo a lot of what everybody else has said on this one going into it. I didn't know what to expect and was pleasantly surprised at what it was it's like when we get to a series that we're continuing to read and you just have that one fun one-off series where it's just oh man i can relax on this one and just it's that palate cleanser of a comic you wish you have every week or every month as you go through what you get from your long boxer, you know from the store it's good to have that palate cleanser and man this one is was just really fun and i was it sounds like later on, you know, he gets a little more characterization done. But I, I like him like this. You know, I think it was it was pretty fun to have. It reminds me of the movie Better Off Dead with that kid just going, "Where's my two dollars? What is it? It's two hundred dollars, Johnny.
1: Four weeks, twenty papers. That's two dollars plus tip."
0: Gee, Johnny, I don't have a dime. Sorry.
1: Didn't ask for a dime. Two dollars.
5: Well, uh, it's funny. See, my mom had to leave early to take my, my brother to school and my dad to work because... Two dollars. Cash. i
0: was Doctor like, really? Dr. Doom bought himself 10 pounds of trouble in a five-pound sack
2: <laughs> for $200. <laughs> and, and then he, he finally pays him the money and didn't pay him any more. It's like, come on, you just took out these guys for you. You could at least give them a tip or something. No, okay, here's your $200. But I don't know, would Luke Cage take it? Probably not. he probably just know, here's my 200 That's fine. You know, or maybe he maybe could have took it, at least gave it a little bit back to Richards for the gas money or something, you know? Oh, Richard got his money's worth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, he did.
3: As soon as Luke came and it was like can can i borrow this you know plane to fly over the left to mess with Doom? you know <laughs> he was like yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a yeah absolutely
2: <laughs> oh man it was fun and, and you know i again didn't know what to expect and just everything else everybody else said you know the lingo and all that eh, you know it, it is of its time but even then i think it was pretty fun to hear
0: You know, before I pass it back to to Nick for ratings, it just occurred to me too. one other thing, even though it was zany and out there in very 70s, having watched the Netflix show, I could see the connections, which means the Netflix show paid respect to the original roots. You know, I saw the connections between like the prison, how he did his business and how he carried himself still felt right. And I thought that that was neat to see at at what 40 year le- leap forward yeah. and to still see the seeds and I thought gave me a little more respect for the Netflix show
2: because I thought they they clearly did a little homework. Let me add one more thing. Did anybody else as you're reading through this think that it was a doombot? I'm like, oh, this yeah, is I be consider a doombot. I, I considered doom it too, bot. yeah. But in so I I don't, I don't know if it still could have been, I guess, but I'm like, oh, he's gonna, you know, fight Doom and you're gonna find out it's just a doom bot, whatever. Wasn't and that I a was, Hanson song? bot, yeah.
0: bot. If only I knew someone that had a handsome t-shirt. Oh, you know, I, I could maybe find somebody that does. Hey, Nick, Pat has a Hanson t-shirt.
5: <laughs> anyway. The leave- oh, there's a the leave studio button right there. <laughs> Alright. So, I'm glad everybody enjoyed it, but now let's get some ratings. So, now it's time to rate your interest in the series using the official Crusadesmas candy cane scale. On a scale of 1 to 12 candy canes, 12 being extremely interested and 1 being no interest at all, how many candy canes would you rate your interest in pursuing more issues of this title? We'll start with Delvin. What do you think?
3: 12. <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> I, seriously, I, I'm not joking. I am not joking. I have never been so amused because... It really does show just how, what, what a bad Cage is. And it's like, I, I don't have time for your nonsense. I don't care if you are a king. I did a job for you. Pay me my money. And you could strip that and say, well, oh, you know, they were maybe doing like black exploitation stuff. I'm like, maybe, maybe not. But that is literally what a strong character would do. And that is what I would expect Luke Cage to do today if he were still doing Hero for Hire work it's like you're not gonna disrespect me I will not be disrespected and then, to me it just made him a bad and I just I saw it and I was just so amused that he could take the king of Latveria the ruler of Latveria and literally just like give me my money I, that, that alone but like if, if he had that type of attitude where he could storm the doors of the fantastic four and like you don't even know me but I, I want a favor, and then go face to face with Dr. Doom, man, that's some more best books that I want to read. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. 12.
2: Good to hear. Pat, how about you? I'm going to be with Delvin just a little under that with an 11. If I find this out in the boxes now, I'm definitely going to pull these just for, just for the fun. Like I said, the, the palate cleansing that these are and the, the fun that I had.
5: Good to know. How about you, Jared?
0: I'm going to join Delvin with the 12. It's, it was bonkers fun there's no way i'm passing these up and it's 16 issues it's like a fairly conquerable run right like like it's a 16 issue investment if you want that first initial run so why not right i would totally hunt these down great read good art laughed out loud it's just it felt good to read it. it just it was a comic that felt good to read
5: good that's what i like to hear how about you jason you with the rest of these guys on this one
1: well, yeah, I do the humor, heart, spectacle, and art. The humor, we've talked about it. It's a three, no question. Enough said. Heart, we touched on that as well. Really, you boil it down. This is the essence of Luke Cage right here. We got to see it all on display in this one issue. Three for that as well. Spectacle. Do we mention that he, like, fights robots and then <laughs> Doom? And like, It's just crazy. He fights everything. He fights a he fights, door. He fights Fantastic anything. Four like it's the spectacle is just ridiculously good and that's a three in art we you know it's not masterful art but it's really good it's really good some of the panels look a little clunky but jared i think he summed it up best luke cage looks good the panels where doom and luke are going toe to toe well laid out so that's an 11 for me and of course when you bring your enthusiasm in your eight game you get an extra candy cane so i'm going to jump on board the 12 train
5: i feel good about this you uh, should you brought a winner yeah
3: man so fantastic
5: the way the previous issue ends is when luke cage goes to the latvian embassy and he's told that doom closed the embassy 5 minutes ago and bounced and luke flips out rips off his shirt and is screaming at doom like screaming to the heavens and he is flipping out because he's like, I will not rest until I get my money. And the good part about the series as a whole is a lot of this, most of the stories are kind of one-offs because he's just a hero for hire. So it's got that underlying, like he escaped from Seagate prison. People might know who know that, like, you know, he is who he is or whatever, but a lot of it is like, okay, now he's going to do this job and he's going to do that job. So even if you're saying Jared, trying to get the whole run, Even if you get them piecemeal, you'll still be able to be like, okay, I can read this and still kind of know what's going on with everything. The series as a whole is uh, a a fun read. I'm not going to lie. It's no lion and the eagle, but it was a good (laughs) (laughs) What can be? What can be? Man,
0: what fun. I mean, there's so much more we could say. I mean, dude was so focused on his $200. He teamed up with an alien and a robot army, and he was like, whatever. You know, like that wasn't even... He's like, Whatever. (laughs) Teamed up with an alien and a robot yep. army.
5: <laughs> and, but then the alien was going to take out Doom. He's like, whoa. He's like, this dude yeah. owes me money, regardless of that. But, like, <laughs> you can't kill him because I don't care me. who you are. You are still not letting you kill anybody. So
1: that's a line that he won't cross. That's,
0: that's oh, awesome. That's so good. Oh, so good. Great book. And, and I appreciate it, Nick. And that will wrap up day three of the 12 Days of Crusademus. We'd love to hear from you if you're familiar with any of the comics that we cover here on the show. Or if you give one of our recommendations a try, let us know what you think about it. Man, if you go out there and read this Luke Cage book, he uh, Hero for Hire, let us know what you think. See, did you like it as much as we did? And if not, what's wrong with you? All right, you can get in touch with us and tell us what you thought. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. It's all at Longbox Crusade. You can email us at contact at longboxcrusade.com. Or of course, you can call us at 707-532-5269. That's 707-532-LBOX. Get your parents' permission to call. Go ahead and sing. Pick, Pick up, up the, the phone. phone. 5 for the first minute, 2 each additional minute. That's not true. It's free to call. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're loving Crusademus and didn't get a chance to listen last year, or you just want to hear more Crusademus, well, there's a lot of it. You scroll far enough back in our feed, you'll find episodes from Crusademus past of 2022, 2021, and 2020. Oh, and also 2019 and 2018. And we actually did it in 2017 as well. So there's a lot of Crusades out there to find.
5: That does sound like a lot of Crusades, Miss. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to come back tomorrow to find out what the next gift is from under the tree in the festively decorated Longbox Crusade Studios. Thanks for having me, fellas. I hope you all have a great holiday season. And until next time, DJ Cristados, play me a Christmas jam.
2: Wickedie, wickedy, wickedy, wickedy whack. <laughs>
3: Songs, song clips, and characters discuss are copyright of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. We are just fans that like to share our love of comics.